Welcome to Save Bar Golf Podcast, where two average golfers talk about golf and things. I'm your host, Derek. I'm your host, Dominic. In today's episodes, we will talk about our picks for the Farmers Insurance Open, fan questions, and yes, of course, we will be talking about playoff football. Dom, episode 25, live from the Safe Park Golf headquarters at a current <laughs> negative six degrees. Is that what it is? Yeah. What is it with the wind chill? Like, what's the real feel? Cold? Cold, yeah. Cold. Beyond cold. It's kind of hard to, like, have a Safe Park Golf or golf podcast when, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, it's it's so cold outside. The real feel is negative 20. It's insane. I love it. You walk outside and your nostrils are already frozen. Yeah, like you like it picks how like if you miss nose hairs, you know you miss nose hairs. Yeah, you feel like you're uh, like like on Dumb and Dumber where he's like frozen solid right now <laughs> on his little scooter. I traded our van for this hog. <laughs> it's eighty miles to the gallon on this hog. Uh, currently off topic, and we just started. I um, love that movie. It's so it's good. one of the best. One of the best movies. Uh, so we have there's not a whole lot going on right now in the in the golf world. Obviously the um golf expo down in florida is happening so it's you know as far as golf tournaments there really isn't a whole lot going on but the farmers insurance open is at tory pines next week so they've officially released the odds and the picks so uh we kind of did a we kind of switched up a little bit we wanted to go with a clear favorite of who we thought's going to win the tournament someone we want to win the tournament and then we went with a sleeper pick so uh, do not take any gambling advice on on our behalf because we're no, especially bad. from me as we'll talk about later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. Thanks, um, Gavin. <laughs> so let, let's hop right into it. So the Farmers Open, Farmers Insurance Open is next week at La, in La Jolla at Torrey Pines, which is a beautiful course. I've been there one time and never played it, which I was pretty bummed about. But that's okay. Never okay. been there. We can still we can still make it happen down the road. Where is it? It's literally like right by uh, San Diego. Yeah, never. I've never even yeah. been close. Same, beautiful area. We'll have to we'll have to make it out there. It's it's one of those where you, it's public, mm-hmm. but it's like you almost have to like wait in line, like really early. Like it's like dark out. You can't like to, reserve a tea time. No. Oh God. But there's a north and a south, so I think there's it's a lot easier to get on the north course. The mm-hmm. south course is is the harder one, but still beautiful. Whichever no. one you play on. We'll but, play the easy course for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, there we go. I think South technically is easier, but it's more beautiful, so it's harder because North is pretty tough. But in any case, still get the views. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to go ahead and kick it off or you want me to start? So do you want to go like I'll say my win, you say your win? Yeah. Okay. So my win, I have Dustin Johnson at plus 18, 1800. I like that pick. I think, you know, I mean, it, I think it'd be easy to say Rom just because he's like the clear favorite. But I think DJ gets started early this year. I think he gets started, goes on a roll, and wins a lot this year. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I w- I also kind of <clears> went. <throat> I I know that John Rahm's had some really good success in uh, playing at La Jolla. Um, but I I also didn't pick John Rahm. I went with I was going to go with Dustin Johnson, but I went with Justin Thomas. Of course, yeah, yeah. I, I like him. He's at plus twelve hundred. I think he was the second favorite i believe in the yes i believe and he's just one of those guys that if he makes that cut he's always going to be in contention especially like even if he's like four or five off the leaderboard that's like that sunday moving day he'll shoot up the leaderboard and shoot eight under he's super competitive and plays with like a really good chip on his shoulder for no reason i love his game yeah because it goes john rom justin thomas and then the one that surprised me is xander is third third pick okay 
Yeah, he's for, third, for, for the you talk for, for the, the odds. odds. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. he's sixteen hundred. That's not a name you see up there very often. Yeah, no, that's kind of a surprising pick. Um, so, who would you like to see win? So, for my wants, I have Jordan Spieth at plus three thousand. I think you love Spieth. I do, and I and you know one of my bold predictions was that he's going to win like he did in twenty fifteen, or maybe not just that like that, but. I think if he gets started and gets rolling early, you know, he feels that confidence. I think he has, like, a legitimate shot to win a bunch this year. You know, because we saw towards the end of last year, he's kind of getting back to normal. Health, yeah. He's, he's healthy. He's, his mental side is there. I like to see him get started early. I like that pick. My want was Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, I thought you were going to pick Ricky. No, I I, I kind of <laughs> want to fire up the the – the long driving and the mm. Brooks and Bryson crap back up, back up again. I think if Bryson gets a W in the column, it's only just going to ignite, you know, uh, uh, more competitive. Yeah, yeah. on Brooks' side. So I, I kind of went with the Bryson DeChambeau at plus 1,800. I feel like as long as he places ahead of Brooks, there'll be some kind of rivalry or they'll talk about it again. Well, there was – was it two weeks ago? It was the last week. Where he backed out because he had some wrist soreness in a, a lot couple of weeks. Kind of, people gave him crap because of all, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, guy's kind of a, I mean, he is a scientist and mm-hmm. stuff he does. So I can't knock him for that. But I'd like to see him win just to just to see what kind of can stir the pot a little bit. Um, who do you, who's your sleeper pick? It's a good one. I think it's good anyways. I have Matthew Wolf at plus 6,000. I think... His game translates really well, kind of everywhere he plays. Um, I think it just kind of has to do with how the field does. But obviously, I mean, he has kind of the chance to do really well. But then he could also do average and be okay. But I think he's got a shot. His swing is so unique. It's not so much the swing as much as it is the, like, just like the way he tempos it. Yeah, it's it's, it's odd, but he... It works for him. Yeah, it works for him. Kind of like reminds me of like a Jim Furyk as far as just like he's got a weird mm-hmm. little bit of a mechanic, but it works. Um, we always have – every one of our uh, podcast episodes seem to have Phil in it. So I went I was, with the Dark Horse and I took Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I was going to do him as like an honorable <laughs> mention. Yeah, I mean he's plus 12,500 I think. I don't yeah. know what you have on there. But yeah. he didn't really play so hot last week um, and missed the cut or he – I, I can't even remember, but he he played pretty bad. But it's a new week. It's in California. It's where it's home. You know, he lives over in that area. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Phil Mickelson, and we'll see what happens. It's it's just kind of nice to have. Um, we know like right when the Farmers Insurance Open starts, and then the waste management. Mm-hmm. It's like you know the right season is yeah, it's right there. So we're getting super close. Um, I mean, really, as long as Phil can activate his calves. If he's drinking he's, his coffee and yeah. activating his caps, and, he's and always bombs. A, he always has a chance. Yeah. He's got you know the new Callaway Rogue driver. You got Bryson DeChambeau with the new Cobra driver. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the it's the it's the battle between the. I drivers. watched some videos on that LTDX, and that thing looks sweet. Yeah, it looks, yeah. It looks awesome. The technology these days is just incredible. <clears throat> um, we 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 posted. I actually didn't get too many because I kind of posted it late, but we did some. Uh, We'll do that towards the end, actually. Let's dive right into some football. No, oh. I had to switch it up. So we had some. We had. It sounds like last episode Dom was kind of calling out some some 
I don't want to say some. I'd say all of Ohio. <laughs> listen, listen. They put spaghetti, or they put chili on their spaghetti, and it's a really bad way to ruin a good chili. I love chili. I do too. I don't really like spaghetti. What do they call it? Do they still call it spaghetti? It's like Cincinnati put- spaghetti or something. Interesting. It's it's wild. Yeah, I only know that because I watch the Food Network and the Travel Channel all the time. I, I would definitely be interested in trying it, but it kind of sounds like a weird combination. So. Yeah, I I was like, that's kind of gross. But anyways, yeah, I thought um, the Titans were going to beat the Bengals like everyone else did. You know, you got Derrick Henry back. And I mean, if it's not Henry, they got Foreman and well, then Tannehill threw three picks. The first play of the game, his first offensive uh, play Mm -hmm. was a pick. So, yeah. So right away, the boys at the Pioneer Six got after me. Pioneer Six, you call them Damo. Great guys. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. Fantastic. Great guys. Love them. But, bruh, come on. <laughs> don't You don't have to send me a, a message like that. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it, too. Like, if it was from anybody else, I'd be like, oh, no. But <laughs> no. because it's them, it's good. But, yeah. Um, yeah, kudos to the Bengals. Do you think they're going to win this week? No. A lot of people wrote them off, though, against Tennessee. I, I was personally I, – I wanted the Bengals to win, but I thought the Tennessee Titans were going to roll over them. See, but my caveat was I also said that the team with the bias could come out flat. And it's kind of what happened. A little bit, yeah. There is that there is, that, that is kind of the downside with having that buy. Like, yeah, you can rest your players, which gave Derrick Henry another week to get healthy, mm-hmm. which – how healthy was he? I mean, he, he, he did okay. The unfortunate part is that that's another week of rest. You know, especially for him since he had... Oh, Rust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, since he had a plate since, yeah. like, what, week eight? So that's... Which is absolutely crazy to me. That's ten weeks that he hasn't really done any, like, football, football. Um, he's running with a metal plate in his foot. Yeah, and he's got screws, I think. Insane. But, yeah, I don't know. Good for the Bengals. It's, you know, I, th- I think if anybody's going to be a dark horse, I'm happy it's the Bengals. Me too. You know, because it's been 30 years since they've really done anything, and... No, I guess I'd like to see them beat the Chiefs, but watching what the Chiefs did to Buffalo, I don't think. I mean, Buffalo's was what the top-rated defense, yeah, in kind of every statistical or important statistical category. Bengals are can't even keep their dude upright. Nine times they were sacked. Yeah, I don't know. Tennessee's got a good defense too, but I, I don't think it's nowhere near. As I don't think it's Buffalo. anywhere near as yeah. Buffalo because at the end of the day, if it's you know, a quote-unquote good defense in Tennessee. They only put up 19 points. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of Buffalo. <clears throat> or the Titans. Yeah, or, or yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, we were, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, speaking of Buffalo. Buffalo, the Chiefs. People saying it's probably one of the greatest playoff games or one of the greatest games that they've seen in a long time, which. It was like that one a couple years ago when it was the Chiefs and the Rams. It was just an absolute shootout, back and that was and what like a Thursday night game. Yeah, it was back and forth. Um, I was happy either way. I really didn't have a. I wasn't really cheering for either one. I just kind of wanted a good game, yeah. which obviously we got. Um, I wanted Buffalo mainly because I love the Buffalo Mafia or the Bills Mafia because I love watching them jump through tables. That's wild. I wanted to see them go absolutely crazy. <laughs> I wonder how many a... people get injured on a weekly basis. Too. Oh, who cares? Well, I, know I want to do it. I, uh, no, thanks. They Watching those videos, like they get me so pumped up that I want to jump through a table. Why can't the Vikings do anything cool like that? We just yell skull and clap. We got the skull chant, baby. It's the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. It's a lot safer. 
It's like as dumb as the wave, though. I like the skull chant, though. I don't. A lot of people hate it. It's so. It gets the crowd going in the beginning and at halftime. But it's so tacky. It is because it, it doesn't travel well. Uh, I don't. I, there was a couple games that they, we had some fans doing the skull chant. We we actually do have a decent following. Nowhere near what it would be here at the stadium. Right. No. Yeah. But, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you already have home advantage, and you're just like, ah, I wish it would travel better. But yeah, that game was. It's just crazy. The back and forth, like that's the kind of like the quarterback. Even like, even Josh Allen was doing that same thing. Just like the the way they could scramble mm-hmm. and find an open slot. Mm-hmm. I mean, not every time they made the best throw, but the receiver made a good catch. But it's like it's just insane watching that kind of football because we don't have that kind of football out here. No, you know what I mean. Our, no, it's, so it's totally different, and it's <laughs> it's fun to watch. I'm not trying to dig a knock. Kirk or our I Vikings, like, but yeah, I'm just saying it's a totally different style of football yeah. that what we're I, used to. Yeah, I mean, I like Kirk. You know, I think for what he's done here, it's been really remarkable. As much as the fans want to bash him, it's a team sport at the end of the day. Um, but watching Josh Allen run over grown-ass men is, like, it's it's ridiculous. You know, because he basically knocked Tyron Matthew out. Yeah, he, yeah. He out for the rest of the game. Yeah, and like I don't know how big Josh Allen is. I don't want him anywhere. I would like, say he probably got to be six three, six four. Yeah, but I'm not like weight. Oh, he's up there, like two fifty, probably two forty, two forty. Yeah, somewhere around two thirty, maybe. Yeah, let me look. Dude's it up. an animal. Like I don't think I'd want him running. And the fact that they had like calls, like, "Hey, you're gonna go run this on fourth down," and the Chiefs like didn't stop it. I, I just couldn't believe how many times like when. You, when you like watch it, you think like the game is over. Mm-hmm. Like there's like three or four different times, two on each side. You're like, oh, the Buffalo's gonna win this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they come back, and and then all of a sudden next thing you know, Buffalo came back. Mm-hmm. It was just back and forth. It was just it was just awesome. He's six foot five, two hundred and thirty seven pounds. Jesus. So he's and he's a big dude. What's his forty time? Two point seven. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's got to be probably. It's like Tyreek Hill numbers. High four, low fives. Probably. Um, I mean, the dude can run. He can run. And he can hurdle, and he likes to hurdle. I think he's one of those players that feeds off contact, where it's like you hit him, he wants to get up and hit you harder. He ran a 4.7640. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, especially for somebody who isn't like a Lamar Jackson type quarterback. Absolutely, that's legit. I had no idea that he ran it that quick. Um, okay, so we have. So you're thinking that the the Chiefs are going to take over and, and beat the Bengals? I think I mean, so, I just because even without Tyron Matthew, that defense is still better than Tennessee. I would say. Plus, you have a way more competent offense because, yeah. I mean, really, the offense for Tennessee runs through Derrick Henry. No pun intended. Um. <laughs> You know, because who's the big receiver? It's Brown. Brown. Oh, Tennessee. And yeah. Julio, but Julio's it, it, That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's Julio, and it's not prime Julio. Granted, I'd still love to have Julio. He's one of my all-time favorite I mean, receivers. his hands are crazy. So good. But, yeah, it's those two where, you know, on the Chiefs, they'll beat you every way. They got Travis Kelsey, who's a stud. Miko Hardman, who comes out of nowhere every time. Obviously, you got Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they have kind of – they're loaded with weapons. Yeah, I mean, nobody remembers that they have a running back in um, Hilaire. Yep, Clyde. Yeah. And they have arguably the best kicker, second best kicker in the league. Yeah, he's not the best. It's hard to beat Justin Tucker. Tucker yeah. yeah. But he had some clutch kicks. 
I was going to say yeah. he had some clutch putts. <laughs> <laughs> you could say it that way. If you there want. were a couple like punts where I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so moving over to the NFC, we had the uh, Buccaneers versus the Rams. The Rams. That, that one was, was crazy because, I mean, the Buccaneers shot themselves in the foot. Beginning of the game, they start out completely flat. They were super cold. Not good at all. I thought some of the penalties that were called on them were kind of garbage, to be that honest. That Tom Brady taunting or whatever. That, like, it was his first taunting penalty of his career. It's like, dude, he doesn't, right. you know what I mean? Well, and it's hard to watch him do that and then watch Tyreek Hill throw up the deuces and nothing happens. And you're just like, I get that they're different refs and everything, but I feel like if you're going to call it for Tom Brady, who is not doing it to anybody... It, you have to call it to Tyreek Hill throwing up the deuces as he's running away from defenders. Like, the timing's kind of funny, too, because Tom Brady, like, the week before was talking about how, like, he's gotten away with a lot of penalties and a lot of calls being because he's Tom Brady, yeah. which is true. So there's that. But it's like the guy had a bloody lip. Mm-hmm. It just didn't really sit with me well. But I was like, whatever. And then the other uh, – was it Nadonik and Sue? Domican, yeah. Yeah. He got – but he got kicked. Yeah, it looked and like it was kind of a weird. And I know he's been known to be kind of that. He hasn't done it in a long time. I love yeah. him, like as a player. I think his motor is really good, and he plays with such like a, a tenacity that it's not really matched by anybody. I mean, he's so good with that team. He him fits JP, in really well. Yeah, him and JPP are just so good. Um, but yeah, they start off really flat, did not look good at all. And then it was kind of like I'm sure everyone else thought that same thing. It's halftime. And uh, they score again, and you're yeah. like, you're just thinking of because I was at work, and the guy I was working was like, oh man, it's like twenty to three at half. And I'm like, he's like, it's game. I'm like, yeah, it's Tom Brady though. You kind of like think back to the fall, like it's like hard mm-hmm. not to think back to the Patriots Falcons game after that's like yeah. you never count him out. If there's one guy to not count, and you know it was a terrible defensive play. On the end of the game, I mean, they come mm. back and they let Coop the best. Problem. How do you? Yeah, the I mean, the triple crown winner. How do you let him? Yeah. That free. They broke it down on Sports Center, and they were saying that there must have been, because um, they were saying that the the um, the Buccaneers they were complaining that the comms weren't working, so the players couldn't hear, because they were saying Winfield Junior shouldn't have been alone. Covering cup, it should yeah, have been. Yeah, because he was wide. Yeah, he was, he was all by It was supposed to be somebody else who would chip him, and that never happened. And then the towards the end of the um, the Bills and the Chiefs, they're saying that they had time issues as well. Interesting. So that's what caused all that. There's so they were issues. saying. I didn't hear that. Yeah, they were saying that Leslie Fleischer, um, called the right play, but because the players didn't hear it, they kind of did their own thing. Interesting. Because they were saying I'm that sure that's gotta happen more, yeah. more, you know, more often than we know. Yeah, you know. And like, then for the Bills and Bucks or Bills and the Chiefs, they were saying there's that um, zero cover, whatever it's called. I don't, I didn't play football, but they're doing like a cover zero blitz, and because they didn't know what the play call was right away, they didn't go for it right away. Is he talking about the Bucks blitz at the end of the game, or which game? Which game? I don't remember anymore. Oh. I'm just talking. Cause, <laughs> well, because the Bucks did blitz on that last one. That's why he was kind of. I might have been talking. Yeah, yeah. It might be that one then because they were saying that they were going to cover zero. So they're just going to go blitz. But they wanted to chip everybody. And Cooper never got chipped. He just ran. Yeah, he was. I, I mean, kudos to Brad, uh, Bradford. Stafford. 
God, I don't know how you got Bradford out of that. I have no idea. Well, he used to play for the Rams, but that's, that's true. That was a long time ago. He used to play for the Vikings too. Yep. But he couldn't have thrown a better pass. Oh, it was a I dime. Mean, it was literally right at his hands. It was perfect pass. So I'm, I am as a, as we're both huge Vikings fans, it's actually kind of nice to see Stafford actually get, because he's literally had a losing season every year or close to it. I made the playoffs with the Lions. I think he made the playoffs with did, the Lions. Did he? Yeah, maybe he did with Megatron they, back in the, like earlier in the days. Maybe no, there was one semi recently, but they never won. I'm going to have to look that up, Because they, they never won any. In any case, yeah. They haven't won a playoff game. He's never really had that experience. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it was cool to see. And he, you know, there was so much. He was, he was all week they were talking, like, is he going to be the staffer where you throw mm-hmm. four picks? Because he's that kind of quarterback, you know. He yeah, can he'll... throw 400 yards and five touchdowns, or he can throw four picks. And I think OBJ's actually been, now that he's actually gelling with him, mm-hmm. he's been a really good fit. That whole team is kind of stacked. Yeah, the on paper especially. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, that defense. As soon as they trade for Von Miller, it's been immensely better. Just because Von Miller is kind of that veteran leader who's going to help all those younger players. I mean, he and Donald are scary. Donald's are, what the best player defensively in the in the game. At least linemen. Yeah, it's hard to say he's the best just because T.J. Watt exists. Because T.J. Watt can kind of do what Donald does, but then he'll drop into coverage and pick you off. Which I'm not saying he's better than Donald as like a pass rusher, but I think if it's like a well-rounded player, it's hard to forget about T.J. Watt. So he, yeah, he was zero and he was zero for three in his playoff. Yeah. So yeah. So you were right. I, I should have known that they weren't like terrible. I mean, they were. They had some bad teams, but there were some teams that weren't too bad. You just think like when they had him and Megatron, you should have thought like they should have just been able to surround themselves with more talent and be a better team. They just. Granted, they playing have, against, I mean, they have the same issue we do. Where at the end of the day, it's you know here it's oh it's Minnesota, you know. Granted, there it's oh my god it's Detroit, the home of the go lose all the games yeah. of the season and then then they beat the Vikings and they beat the Packers this year. <laughs> this is kind of crazy. Well, they beat the Cardinals too and the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the, uh, so Tom Brady. Think he's gonna retire? Well, we didn't talk about the fourth game. I know we're gonna the well, most important t- game. We're still, talk, we're still talking about. Okay, the okay, 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 okay. Yeah. We're still talking about the Bucks. Tom Brady thinks retired. I think so. It sounds like I know we kind of talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's more up to Giselle versus Tom Brady. I think Giselle happy lets wife, him, happy life, man. I think he lets. Or I think she lets him run it back one more year because it's hard to lose or retire after that. You know, because like you were saying, he's. MVP candidate. He didn't have a bad year by any means. He, didn't he lead the league in passing? Passing yards. So yeah, he was up there. If not, he was top, he was top. I mean, they lost arguably their best receiver. Exactly. The the yeah, yeah. I mean, they're literally a player away from. So, I don't know. I think the contender or the competitor in him wants to run it back a year. Yeah, I think his competitiveness. I don't think he really wants to retire. No, but I can also see Giselle being like, ah, "You've done it so long. You know you." It's a big commitment. Yeah. I mean, you got kids. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he retires, but I, I'm just so used to seeing Tom Brady in the league. It's just like, it's one of those, it's like when Michael Jordan retired. Which time? He, that's true. The, yeah. the, the final time. The, okay. Yeah. But, you, you know, you, Kobe Bryant, for example, you know, you see Kobe. That Bryant, was wild. Yeah. It's, it's you're so used to seeing him in the league and being so good and just, you know, it, it's, 
Yeah. See, I want Tom to play another year just so we can have like not so much like a send off tour because I don't think he would ever really want that, but just like so we, we know. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, it's, it's his final year. Yeah, just so we can like sit back and like enjoy it and not go. Ah, it's Tom Brady again. Now we can go. Oh, it's you know it's Tom Brady's coming. I just would hope like he doesn't get like like a major injury. That would be like the ultimate. You know yeah, what I mean like that would be a really crappy way to go out. Yeah, which yeah, it, it's a good question. I think it's going to be. I mean, it's hard to say when he'll make an announcement. Probably won't be for quite a while. But in any well, case, Gronk's in the same boat. Do you think Gronk's going to call it? I think if Tom Brady plays, Gronk's going to play. I think, I think so. they're like a pair. That, yeah. And they're so fun. To, they're so good. I love Gronk. He's. I think he's probably the best tight end ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's and he's had how many? Sir? I mean, he's battled back with so many injuries. The guy is just fun to watch. He's just a big dude. Uh, and then yeah, the the the. Probably the more the important game, the, yeah, more important game for us because we are Vikings fans, which means we are not Packer fans. Well, I'm a Niners fan, and he's a Niners. I'm fan. a so Niners like fan. A, it was a it was kind of a win win for him. Double whammy for me. I I was saying earlier, I was more nervous for the Robbie Gold kick, not because I didn't think he was going to make it, mm-hmm. but it was just like I think I was more nervous about that kick than I was for any Vikings game this year. <laughs> but the the. Uh, the game just in general started off crazy. I mean, the Packers drove down there and oh. score right away. I'm like, oh, no, please don't be this As soon as that happened, I was like, oh, no. Same. Because if it's a shootout, the Niners can't do it with Jimmy G being injured. But they deed up. And, it, you know, at the end of the first half, they blocked the, the field goal. And that was That was so big. Huge. Um, yeah, I don't – the game, it wasn't like the best game because it was kind of sloppy. But considering the weather – and it was close. Yeah. So, like, every possession really mattered. Yeah. It wasn't a blowout. Well, and everyone's like, oh, you don't want to go to Lambeau in, in January. You don't want to go to Green Bay in the playoffs. And they're like, okay, watch us. And everyone was like, oh, the Packers are going to smoke them. Packers are going to do this. And the 49ers are like, well, we have defense. We're going to run the ball really well. We're going to put Debo everywhere. We're going to put... He's so special. We're going to put Trent Williams. He's going to block and pancake everybody. Did you see that play where they put him in motion and he took out four guys? Yep. He limped off the field a little ways after that, but I think he came back. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he was good. But if you, I don't know if you noticed, too, toward the last drive before the field goal kick, both Kittle and Samuel were both limping off mm-hmm. the field, but I think they were fine. Yeah, I think no, they're fine. Should, yeah. But the cool thing with Kyle Shanahan versus other coaches, and I know people – like don't like Kyle Shanahan, which is weird. I, I like him. I, I I think he's really good. Um, if you're a good player, he's gonna find a way to use you. You know, we know Debo can catch the ball, but now he can run the ball. We know Trent is super good. You know, blocking. He's I think he was the highest rated offensive lineman ever this year. I think the Pro Football Focus gave him like a ninety eight. Really, which is like crazy. Yeah, maybe I might be exaggerating, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. But it, it's yeah. up there. And, you know, same thing with Kittle. Kittle loves to block, but Kittle's going to... Kittle's a really big team player. Yeah. And that's what's cool with him because sometimes he might not have even a catch. No. But he does a really good job of blocking yeah. his receivers. There's that year they went to the Super Bowl and all he did was block in the NFC Championship game. You know, they ran down the Packers' throat. All he did was block. And that's what he loves to do. Um, that team... Mitchell's a stud too. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah. I, I, he's got a bright future. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many widers or running backs on that team. It's ridiculous. But the thing with Shanahan, like, if you're good, he'll find a way for you to play. I think that's super cool. How um, do you feel about Samuel taking punt returns? 
or kickoffs? Is he punters? I think it's both. I think it's both. No, they have um, what's his name doing kickoffs I, I, or punts. No, not Ayuk. Uh, um, it's a veteran guy. Play for the Chargers. I can't. I can't think of his name. Anyways, Debo is explosive. I say any touches, any touches he can get, go yeah, for it. Him, yeah. The team's special. I yeah, mean, they're really good. Everyone kind of wrote them off because they're like, ah, oh, Jimmy G's gonna do this. Oh, they drafted Trey Lance. Oh, this, that, or the other. I honestly thought the Packers were gonna win, and I'm not saying that because the 49ers are bad, but I, I, I do not like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's an awesome quarterback. I don't like his. He's off the off, field. Yeah, I just yeah. think he's kind of a drama queen, and there are a lot of players like that. But mm-hmm. the guy's talent is unmatched. I mean, Un- it's, yeah, it's remarkable. It's so good. And it's like I would much rather have – and I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier about like having a – you know, it's not just a – it's not one player. It's a full team. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the quarterback arguably is the most important position of the game, you know. And you can kind of see – I mean, with the Mahomes, the Allens, uh, uh, some – these. Burrow, even I mean these these young quarterbacks, they're like just a different breed mm-hmm. almost in a way, and I th- I feel like there is something to say though about you know like you could say the Forty ers for example, Jimmy Garoppolo is like a good quarterback. Oh yeah, 100%. like like he's not he's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's he's not great, but he's good. He's good enough. There's something to say about him knowing that he's not the best. So he's willing to make these other guys shine. Absolutely, I think there's something to say about that too, because I don't. I feel like people don't give him enough credit for that, you know. Because like you're saying, quarterback's the most important part, right? Well, with the 49ers, you're just like, who's going to get the ball to who, and who's going to make the play? Well, we know it's Garoppolo is going to have the ball. Well, and that, and that's kind of what I was trying to go by is like there was multiple times that we noticed that Aaron Rodgers throws to you, and if you don't make that catch. He won't throw it to you because yeah. Lazard was wide open at mm-hmm. one play, and he went right to Adams, and Adams was like double covered, and it's that, and that was kind of back to my point where there was a lot of people talking about how, you know, he he there was multiple times where there was open receiver, but it's like if you drop it, he, you're like shunned, like no, you're well, done. he makes that face. You know, because every yeah, time you can see it, I mean, the, the fans they, can't see it, but us people watching TV, yeah. you can see it because like, they zoom in. Yeah, they replay it, and he like goes, "Okay, like you're not getting the ball again." But then that kind of handcuffs the team. And that, that was kind of where I was kind of going. I think like part of that blame on the loss should definitely go towards him because I yeah. there was open players, mm-hmm. and like you said, I think I think Jimmy is like a. I don't want to call him a game manager because he can make a lot of good throws and all that, but he's playing injured, like you said. Yeah, he's got a torn thumb ligament. I think he has a bone chip, too. Does he have a shoulder or something else? Uh, He's got a sprained shoulder. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, you knew he wasn't really going to come out and. Well, and you could see, like, like he had tape on his thumb. And I mean, I don't think anybody expected either of them to throw for 40 yards in that weather. Yeah. yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is that, like you said, he kind of utilizes and knows he's not a selfish player. Yeah. No, and I think that has a lot of credit to do with him, but also, you know, the coaching staff is super good. I know they've had different coordinators because obviously Salah took the Jets job and, excuse me, stuff like that. But, yeah, it was a good game. And all in all, I'm just happy they made the kick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will I know you're probably going to take the four hands because oh, you're a four hands. I, I think I'm going to take the Rams. So I, 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 I think I have I mean, the they haven't beat the Niners in three years. I, you did say that. You know, and someone's like, oh, they didn't have Stafford. Well, they had Stafford this year and so got swept. You know, and the 49ers, you know, you kind of know what you're going to do, but somehow Shanahan mixes it up. 
I never thought I'd see Trent Williams move the way, the way he, did. he did. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm interested to see what this what the uh, the line is. The, yeah, I would imagine it's got to be three points or something like that. Yeah, because I bet you everybody thinks the the Rams are just going to blow them out because of the way they've been clicking. But that's what they said about the Packers, and that's what they said about Dallas. And Niners won both. Either way, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think I'm taking the Niners. It's it's not a bad pick. I I just I I think I I would pick the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are favored with the uh, minus three three and a half. So it's like a field goal. Uh, no, unfortunately, they have to score a touchdown because oh, right, three and a half, three yeah. and a half. Yeah, that's kind of that half point really kind of messes with the the line. So yeah, basically the Rams have to be win by a two field goals or a touchdown or a touched or a field goal and a two point conversion <laughs> <laughs> or safety. Or, or that's what I meant, safety. Yeah. <clears throat> but so we got to. I mean, the golf podcast turned into a football podcast, but it's hard not to talk about it when they such. The whole, every the whole game weekend was, was so good. It was so good. Um, so we'll definitely be talking about it probably next week with uh, yeah. our next guest, which will be next week, right? That, is that Luke? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Leaderboard Customs. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. So Leaderboard Customs will be on his second time. Yeah. Yep. So super pumped about that. Um, definitely be talking shoes. Guy's talented. Um Let's kind of bounce over to the fan questions. I don't really have too many, but I'll let you go. What, what did you have on there? So I guess since we were talking about leaderboard, he, he I mean, he asked me one. I don't know if he asked you one. Uh, I don't think so. I kind of posted it late, so I, I didn't <laughs> check it. So he asked, craziest thing you've seen on a golf course. Ooh, I like that. I mean, I watched my buddy. Get a hole in one after I bounced off a tree and kind of rolled in. Um, that was kind of wild. Uh, there was one where I jumped a golf cart, and that's why I'm not allowed to drive anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're the passenger seat. <laughs> um, I've been there for a lot of like your kind of crazier shots too. I'm trying to think. I think I mentioned it once before, like like on our first episode, first or second. But I think the craziest thing I've seen was the uh, seen the uh, that dude had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, you were there too. Weren't I you? was, yeah, because yeah, we were at the, the range driving. Yeah, and they saved his life. Yeah, got to be probably the craziest thing I've I seen. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that that's definitely next. Be the we were warming thing. up to go play golf, and then I sucked. Well, it's hard not to suck when you see a guy have a heart attack. Yeah. I mean, it kind of messes with your head a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, he survived, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the craziest thing I seen was when I hit a hole in one by myself, because <laughs> I literally did on an executive course. No one was there, so those are probably the two craziest things I've seen. Um, I I actually have popped a golf cart tire at a golf course. There was, I don't was it maybe it might have been with you. Um, we no, it wasn't. I dropped so. I put my phone in like the golf cart and it, like it ate my phone. Was it like in the little cubby down? Yeah, there? but it like fell through. Oh, really? Yeah. So like I went to take it back to the grocery shop and they had to get my phone out. <laughs> they like un- take out screws and stuff? No, they just this like is... shook it a bunch. Oh. And it just. Did it come off from the bottom? Yeah. Part? Yeah. I can't say that I've done that. I have. It was embarrassing. Well, some of those really nice carts, they have those cool little like 
cubbies on the top yeah left. this wasn't this is at like viking yeah, just like a yeah was that viking there's nothing really nice about viking other than the price i haven't played it in like two years and i don't know why it's a terrible course but i always love the price it's the price you play 18 with a card for like 20 bucks yeah can't beat it no it's a compl- big course complain about it but well it's a big course too so it's like it's okay it takes time yeah um i got one that said i'm just looking it up real quick <laughs> Um, Tiger's tell how Tiger's son is going to be the youngest person to ever win a green jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly might. We'll I see. mean, he might. A lot of people hate the fact that what kind of bothers me is like oh, you post something about Charlie Woods or mm-hmm. Tiger Woods and Charlie, and a lot of people are just like just let him be. He's a kid, but it's like at the same time, like he kind of like I I get that. Yeah, but and I and I'm not saying like we need to put him out on the spotlight. Mm-hmm. You know, we post about him, but like. I think he that's what he grew up with and yeah. I think he likes that. I mean you could tell he he didn't have to play in that PNC championship. He knew that he was gonna get mm-hmm. a crazy amount of spotlight. Yeah. So I think for me I'm like kinda ha- I, yeah. You know, I mean I'm not I, saying we need to go overboard and post everything about Charlie. I think it's kinda I think more of it's just kinda fun and it's cool to see. I see both sides of it. I I kind of agree. Just because I hate when he plays because then that's all the timeline stuff is and it's like give it a break you know everybody does the same stuff that's true because yeah it's, it's post- almost kind of creepy because everyone's like like oh my god look at this little i don't know how old he is was 11 he like, or 12 look but at this 11 yeah, it's like oh my god look how good this little 11 year old is. and it's kind of creepy to me because it's almost like making him like a god yeah i don't like that but i think it's kind of cool that tiger woods is at the same time, it looks like he's just having fun with his dad. Yeah. You know, I think that's the beauty of golf is you can go out, but. I think most people talk about the odds and all that stuff are just kind of, it's more of a fun yeah. kind of thing. Not, but I, and again, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm I definitely think he, too. yeah, I think he could be the youngest. Um, assuming he wants to play golf at that level, you know, cause there's no. But I think there's also a lot of nine year old kids that are. As good or if not better than him at that age. It's oh, just the God. fact that his... That he's his, Tiger's son. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think he's not even like ranked in the top five or ten in the... Like for, for kids. At the age, yeah. yeah. So, but say what you will, the kid swing's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got arguably the best golfer to teach him how to play. Well, so you has, can tell it's he's learned a lot. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know. I think it's... It's hard to say if you'll win one just because there's not... There's nothing that says yes. He's gonna play golf at that level. You know, maybe he just wants to do it more as a hobby and pursue yeah, something else. I mean, there's lots of athletes, kids who don't do what they do. Although John Daly's son looks just like him, and he can bomb the ball, hits the ball further, has the same swing. I think he's more accurate than John Daly was as well. I think he's probably gonna win a couple majors in his life. Yeah, he's following his dad's steps as far as playing at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a. Freshman or sophomore, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But he's, I think he's got a bright. He's, I think he seems a little bit more disciplined than his dad was too. His dad's just a straight up party animal. That's why people like him are like the party stories and the drinking and which I mean you know teach his own because he did win majors or not majors. The one. Oh yeah, yeah. So major, but I mean he's won tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Nicholas was the youngest to win in case you were wondering he was 21 years old so charlie has to do it 21 in 104 days i don't think he's being jack no i mean jack's the goat 
we could have this debate. Yes, we could. But I'm gonna say Tiger. But yeah, if you look it, at it, it stats wise, it's stats wise. It's like it's just like the NBA. I mean, we talk about Michael and LeBron, but if you're gonna go rings, you gotta put Russell up there. He's got ten. Right. So yeah, and it's a generational thing. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I I would probably say Jack too if I had seen him play. Mm-hmm. I, but in any case, guy's super talented. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. doubting. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. So I have actually, I got another question. So Amber from Four Gals, which we're super pumped to have a mind. Yeah, we're gonna have them on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she asked, "Do you judge people if they know or do not know golf etiquette?" And then she also added, and how amazing for gals is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Depends on kind of what it is. I'm more all about like growing the game. That's kind of mm-hmm. about, we've, that's literally like our purpose is growing the game. And I think there are some like common sense etiquette things though that some people just kind of miss. And then I kind of judge them on that. Like obviously you shouldn't walk in front of people's balls. Like on the green. Yeah, step I, on the line. Yeah, or, to me that's like a common sense thing. It's just like, hey, you know, your, your ball is right there. The dress code, I'm not really judging them on because, I mean, you and I will go play in, like, shorts and a T-shirt. Um, if you're the guy that I posted earlier who brings out a yardstick. I saw that. In chunks of 30. Yeah. We'll probably have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm all about, like, empowering the game and growing the game. So, I feel like most people are, especially, like, amateurs – and I don't saying like as if like I'm like a professional by because I'm absolutely not. But I mean like that I play a lot of mm-hmm. golf. So I think like if I've golfed with somebody that maybe isn't played a lot, they would ask more questions and I'm more about all education. Yeah. You know, like, hey, so normally you would do this because sometimes – but I'm not, I'm not going to be like a jerk to somebody unless someone's like a complete jerk to me. But yeah. I haven't had too many run-ins where it's – it's that's a really good question though because there's yeah. a lot of stupid like – things that you wouldn't like think Mm -hmm. of that are kind of like i shouldn't do that yeah well and like i have some friends who like want to get into golf and like there's one i've played with and i'm like hey you know i'm not gonna like change too much but you know do this this and this and just like you know the common sense stuff i feel like people should just kind of go oh i probably shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. so that part i'm gonna judge you but some like the really weird rules i'm not gonna really care too much about um, that's a good question. Like what I'm trying to think of like some of the more common, like talking and like backswings. Oh, and, that's a big one. Cause I have buddies now who do it like, like they'll like whisper to each other and I'm like, I still hear it. Cause like, I'm, I'm like focusing and they'll, they'll like whisper to each other. And I'm just like, that is a, that's a big one. I will say though, like, cause if you're playing music, it's kind of like, you already know the music's going, mm-hmm. but I, sometimes my buddies and I will get together and, We'll kind of like purposely crack a joke, mm-hmm. and and at that point, like once you're not like laughing mode, you just can't stop laughing. <laughs> and you, so, like, if it's like, it depends on the setting, mm-hmm. but that's probably the most common one. People like talking during a suite because they don't really—they're just asking questions. Yeah, they don't really understand. Like, it's like, which I mean, I'm guilty of it. There are times where it's like I don't know they're teeing off, and I'm asking like if there's three of us. I don't always know that the other guys teeing off. I'm like, hey, what are you hitting? And I I kind of catch myself, and I'm like, oh. I should have waited. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm guilty of it, but, you know, that kind of stuff where it's just like, you know, you and another person and the other person's dinking around and laughing. Like, to me, that should be like, hey, don't do that. Um, yeah, that's actually really, I, I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought of that one. Even I know it's probably the most common. Yeah. And I think of that because I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk too, but yeah, I guess, like I said, it's, 
It really depends on the setting, but I, I would say. Yeah, that, so uh, I feel like as if when you and I do it, because you'll stop me and like switch things around. So it's like I'm almost waiting for you to talk. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like used to it. But yeah, there's some people you're just like, shut up. Like I'm trying to try. Well, I'm trying not to miss, but I'm also trying to hit the ball. Speaking of music, um, I think that's also kind of one of those golf etiquettes. If you're going to jam to tunes, I think it's more popular now. But if I get paired up with a random person, I normally will ask them. Mm-hmm. Some people don't care, but it depends on where they're at in the fairway. If, if you're always in the middle or always to the right mm-hmm. and they're out in the middle, you know, I, I would be like, hey, do you want to listen? Do you like tunes or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of then, then it kind of gives another thing to talk about. Yeah. It's like, what kind of music you want to listen? You know, that kind of thing. So I think sometimes people just start jamming and they don't really. There's yeah. some guys that just don't like it, which I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it breaks up kind of the awkward silences, especially Absolutely. if it's like a random. But you're good about it because you'll like turn it down to when they're trying to hit versus me who is just, it's always on. But right. I guess for me, it's just like, you know, I know the music's on. I kind of get into the zone of whatever's playing to me. It's not a oh, big deal. Okay. Yeah, I thought of another one too. Oh boy. I, it's the, the, uh, the sequence of who tees off first. I never do that. See like, so technically, obviously you make a birdie, you're the, you're the first on the tee. It's just like well, assuming assuming you don't make a birdie. So then it would go par. So like yeah, if, yeah basically the best score goes. First. Yeah, yeah. I never and, do that. Yeah, and some people will get really upset about that because it's uh it's um it's you know especially if you're getting paired up with random people like some people are really mm-hmm. serious about what they're doing and they're like yo 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 you're like we're just trying to grip it rip it, and get out yeah, of yeah. you know what I mean. So that's one and the other one too is that which I think this is a really big. And I'm completely guilty of this and I'm trying to be better about it, but is the red tees or the ladies' tees? A lot of people are saying it's more of the forward They're the tees. forward. Yeah, Manolo mm-hmm. taught us about this. They are not the ladies' tees, they are the forward, forward tees. tees. So. I think I think that's huge in growing the game because I feel like it kind of alienates women or even like newer players. You know, it's like, oh, it's, here, let's start you at the ladies' tee. That's and, that's exactly it, yeah. too, because and it has nothing that... to do with anything. It's just like, hey, this is more of a beginner tee, but even then, calling it a beginner tee is kind of yeah counterintuitive. It's kind of like we don't play from the tips, which the tips like mm-hmm. we're gonna play from the best person tees. Yeah, I don't even play from those. <laughs> no, I know me. we don't either. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Like I'm nowhere near that level, but but. But yeah, the ladies' tee, I'm so guilty of that. I mm-hmm. think that's a, a huge misconception because, like you said, there's players that probably should, all ages and levels, should yeah. be playing at those tees. Because it benefits everybody. You know, you kind of get the feeling. Quicker pace of play. Well, and you get the distance. feeling of, oh my God, I hit the green. So you're kind of used to it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I guess I've never called them the ladies' tees. Yeah. I have, and I and in a, and not in a, not in a, like a. But I guess when I started playing, I I didn't know that there were ladies tees. I was just kind of like, Oh, it's just another tee box. And I just like, I guess I've never wanted to play from like the closest. I don't know. Challenge myself a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's no harm in playing from the forward tees or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of probably the most common. Um, I think that's like one of my favorite parts about the four gals page. Um, no, because I know she asked about etiquette because I always post about etiquette. Um, why can't I find their stuff? They always do these little um, cards where it's like, 
you know, it just kind of breaks down what things are. Oh, yeah. So like there's kind an like albatross. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. There's one that was like early on and I was talking about, um, yeah, just like be aware of other golfers, kind of stuff like that. I think that's another one that people just kind of hit up on you and you're just like, stop it. I'm yeah, taking your ball. Or, yeah. 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 Cause we were, God, we were playing this past summer and we were walking off the green and the ball whistle by us. Mm-hmm. Or picking up a ball without mm-hmm. actually knowing that it could be someone right next to you. Mm-hmm. That's happened plenty of times. You're driving up, you're like, you could see the guy just like picking up your ball. It's like, dude, what are you Yeah, doing? like leave my noodle alone. Leave it alone. Yeah. Leave, it, leave that bad Especially boy. since like I don't use really expensive golf balls. So it's like, yeah, just put my Wilson down. We'll be good. Yeah, I'm the only one using a purple golf ball. Right? Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. Put my SpongeBob golf ball, yeah. put it back. But it's got my initials on it. Yeah. Um, How do you feel know. about like customized golf balls? Like that when people. Like balls? No, or, no, like, no. Like people like drying them? No, no, no. Like people who put like little, like they pay to have them customized. So they'll put like, I, I like there's one that goes around. It's like I identify as inbounds. Yeah, I like that. I just seen one the other day too that's had like. Found by, and then oh. the line, and someone fills it in, and there's like two, two different names on it. Like, that's genius. That's clever. How do you feel about those? Oh, I think they're funny. Yeah. Yeah. I've never found one, but it would be I haven't either. I want to. Yeah. I definitely would like to find one at some point. Maybe we should just like make some up and just start sprinkling them around in the fair. Oh, ahead. I uh, we don't I'll really just, need to sprinkle them around. We can just literally just tee off. Well, right no, now. I have to hit them. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just hit them all. They'll go right. We've got to come up with some clever, come up with some clever, uh, uh, sayings or something that we'll, we'll, we'll try to come up with some golf. For me, you could do uh, didn't aim left enough. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Just like missed that. it. And it's in the woods, right? Um. So next week, again, episode 26 will be next week. Mm-hmm. Luke with Leaderboard Customs will mm-hmm. be on. Um, is there anything else you want to cover? He made me golf shoes. I seen them. They're pretty Those good. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, maybe we'll get them in hand here soon and we can really... Uh, Hopefully, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't like... I have a hard time asking him like where stuff is because I don't want to come off as rude. So hopefully he listens to this and like gets back to me. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like he was, he's making stuff for us. And, you know, I didn't want to come off as needy by yeah. any means because he's doing it from like the goodness of his heart. Because, I mean, he's a he's, stand-up guy. Great dude. Awesome. One he, of my favorite... One of, I said one of the probably, if not my favorite uh, people... Or friends that I've met through mm-hmm. social media and Instagram, and it's yeah. And I've said this, we've we've commented oh yeah for several times. But so um, yeah, hopefully we maybe get some new some new custom kicks here soon. Yeah, but I don't want to ask. So hopefully he like listens. Luke, if you're just listening, man, just just uh, Dom's wanting to know. Hey, no, you want to know? <laughs> you send me a text. I did send. Him a text. <laughs> well, because you got those other ones. That's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah, I know those are sweet. They um, look sweet. Yeah, he did like. I think he did like a run of 10 and one of them, I was like, Hey, like if they still there when I get paid, you know, let me know. And he goes, Oh, I'll put them aside. I was like, sick. Yeah. Those are sweet. Um, they to their galaxy, they have his little LBC on the heel and I think they're great. Um, I'm super pumped. I'm scared to wear them, which is my big fear. Cause it's like, I want to wear them, but then it's yeah, like, cause you're one of those, we had that discussion. Like you're one of those guys that like, where's your shoes? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like when somebody makes it for you, it's like art. It's a different, yeah. yeah you know, cause it it's, is. it's, yeah, it's, it's like a sneaker. Cause we're going to go play around in mud or, you know, wet grass. You're going to call or, the clubhouse and ask like if the, if the grass, like, is it, is it muddy over there? Yeah. I'm wearing brand new kicks. You see me with like the trash bags. <laughs> you got Ziplocs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, 
I want to wear them because, you know, I want him to feel like he did a great job, which I, I, I love him. You know, I think he did a fantastic job. They look sweet. Um, but I guess I view it like if somebody made me a shoe or something like that, to me, that's more of an art piece. But I want to wear it. So I'm really torn. Maybe when I get them in hand or, you know, maybe you're going to have to like want to wear them once you get them. Yeah. But yeah, super excited again. Uh, Lou with leaderboard is going to be on next week. Um, we'll cover obviously a lot about golf, but mm-hmm. we'll talk pretty much about the golf, the golf shoes in general. We were going to talk about a little bit about the Jordan ones, but maybe we'll save it for next week for 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 Luke, and he can kind of hint on it too. But talking about how the, the or we can start the conversation now. Yeah, we can. Yeah, go ahead. So, I mean, obviously the Air Jordan One golf lows dropped, and you're seeing a lot of people really mad that they didn't get the shoe, and they're blaming you know resellers. I think that's wrong. I don't resell my shoes. I have in the past just like make car payments and stuff during like the pandemic. I sold my UNC threes, which I was super pumped and never wore because I had to get rid of them to make, yeah. like pay for my car. Right. Go figure car. <laughs> um, but you can't blame people for trying to make money right now. You know, you, if anything, you should blame the brands for hyping them up and only releasing. And the dang bots. Well, that, again, no, that I has to go with the people, but I, yeah. it's hard to be mad when a brand... They know what they're kind of... Yeah, like, believe it or not, they're not stupid. They know how to market. Um, you know, if they had said, hey, this is going to be available anytime you want it, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee you nobody would have gone after them like they did. And they wouldn't be reselling for, you know, two, three, four hundred dollars in some cases. And to those people that say, oh, I'm lowballing everybody on eBay and I'm buying them under retail. No, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. No way. I checked. You're not. Like, there's the people who are reselling these shoes aren't dumb. Like, yeah, you can be mad all you want, but people still pay four hundred dollars for a pair of Jordan Four golf shoes. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that because I think it's a good discussion. I think I'm sure Luke has probably a pretty good opinion. In that was my thoughts. big like pet peeve this week was watching everybody get all mad at other people, and you're just like, you. If anybody, you should get mad at Nike slash Jordan because they know what they're doing. I think. Uh, for Luke, that the leaderboard, that the the white. See, I, I like the white, but I was trying to go for the black and gray or the yeah. Well, the the red. They haven't technically they released, but they haven't released. I don't think through U.S. Yeah, I think the I Chicago ones yeah. dropped overseas. Yeah, they haven't um, come here yet. I, I I'm super excited to see what he does with yeah, a lot the of white those ones. Are like that's like the perfect shoe for mm-hmm. a, for a it's custom a, shoe. It's a perfect canvas because I saw one. I mean, he posted because he's doing a giveaway at 2K. Yeah, we're going to um, get him to 2K. We're going to post that, get you to 2K. Yeah, and, I mean, he, like, dyed the inside. It's UNC blue. It's a good-looking shoe. I'm excited to see what he does with more of them. I know I know. he, he, he hooked me up with the, uh, made the, um, my TW14s with, like, the off-white tight, with their, like, the tight. Mm-hmm. I think it would be so cool to do, like, a, like, a kind of more of a Virgil tribute. Mm-hmm. Do, like, the, either the UNC or the yellow or the Chicago like off-white style, but a low version. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. I know it's like a lot of people are like, eh, but I think it'd be kind of a cool... Uh, that'd be something that I would display and never wear. Yeah, exactly. That's, kind of a cool yeah. like art conversation piece yeah. rather than actually wearing it on the course. Well, but. it's like, that's kind of like, not to go back to like what I have in like my sneaker collection, but it's like I have like an original Jordan 12 from 97. I have an original 15 from like 2002 or whatever. And then there's like, I have an original... Um, like Flint 7. No, not the Flint. The um, It's a blue one. 
I was I can never remember the name until I'm done talking about it. Sure. But it came out in 02 and it was like one of the original OG plus colors or retro plus colors where it wasn't like an OG color. Sure. And it's just like, can I wear any of these? Probably not, just with the age, but it's a good art piece, but they're already worn. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a little bit easier to talk about versus, hey, look at these golf shoes that aren't really real, but they're painted type thing. Right. But I don't know. I'm kind of torn because the Galaxy ones look so good. I know. I can't wait to see them in hand. I know. Like. I know. I'm scared because if I love them, I'll have to buy like 10. <laughs> I can't afford 10. <laughs> no, that's expensive. <laughs> All right, well, uh, appreciate you tuning in again. Sorry if you guys aren't football fans. but uh, Or shoe fans. Or shoe fans, but next week you're going to get a whole lot of shoe information, or at least shoe talk. I don't know about information with leaderboard. Yeah, I don't know how much information we're going to get. Yeah. But, but we're uh, going to talk a lot. We're going to talk a lot. For like four hours. Probably, yeah. We're going to have to like ch- chunk it up. It's be like seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week.